Blog Talk Radio. The following show is a proud member of the ShowDoc Network. Learn more about this show and other great shows by logging on to ShowDoc.com. This week's episode of System Showdown is sponsored by Blog Talk Radio, the sports docket. And by Google Hangouts. Yeah, you wish. <laughs> Welcome to System Showdown with Quas and John. Tune in to hear John, a Mac lover, go head-to-head with Quas, a Windows addict, to find out which system makes the grade. Presented by ShowDoc.com. Time to talk technology. Hello and welcome to episode 59 of System Showdown for this Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2013. We are coming to you live tonight from Brooklyn and Queens, New York. I'm Ethan Quasman, the iMac guy. Oh, the Windows guy. Oops. <laughs> you are not the iMac guy. I am the iMac guy, and I am John Shiver, and we have a great show for you guys tonight. We're going to be talking some exciting stories from the front lines of all the latest technology news this week. Our top stories include rumors of the iPhone 5S, and is Apple developing a smartwatch? We'll figure out, sift through the rumors, and let you guys know what we think about it and what we'd like to see in the next iPhone and if Apple makes a smartwatch. Also, the biggest man in technology, literally, Bill Gates, did a Reddit Ask Me Anything session on Reddit. Uh, I believe it was a few days ago. And we're going to be sifting through some of his best questions in that years. And it's really worth a read if you guys want to check it out. And uh, finally, we do want to wish all of our listeners a very happy Valentine's Day. Is that love in the air, or is that just our CPUs overheating? Isn't that right, Claus? Yes, that is right. Uh, <laughs> maybe uh, maybe the episode where John converts me, I already said I'm that guy by accident. So we'll see how long this goes. Unfortunately, uh, John and I are are with without our moderator, Ilya Arbit who is currently on assignment, so this could get pretty uh, pretty feisty uh, without a moderator, right, John? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's the one who usually keeps us in check, you know? He prevents us from killing each other. Because uh, I remember, like, in the older episodes, we used to go on each other's throats and stuff. That was really fun. But he really kept us along and, like, prevented us from killing each other. So, yeah, like, hopefully he'll be back next week. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Uh, hopefully. But, yeah, let's Talk a little bit about what some of the top stories are this week. What's our top story this week, Waz? Our top story this week is about the rumors of the iPhone 5S. I'm currently using iPhone 4, so I haven't yet gone to the Siri era of the iPhone, but uh, there are a lot of rumors out there about the next version of the iPhone um, leading up to the iPhone 6 eventually, right? So uh, that's another thing I did want to mention, actually. I hate to cut you off, but I actually got some, like, breaking news. Well, not really breaking, but this morning I got news that apparently the iPhone 6 will be coming out in June 2014. I'm not sure where they got that from. Of course, it's just a rumor, but, hell, you know, it's one higher than five, so it's got to be good. Isn't that right? (laughs) Hey, you slap another number on it, people are going to buy it, you know? Oh, also, <laughs> in, our, in our show preparation, I let listeners know that John said it was a slow news week. Let me tell you, John, it's never a slow news week in technology. <laughs> I disagree <laughs> with you again. Uh, uh, too true, too true, too true. But I'm just saying, you know it's never slow. This week happened to be a little bit slower than the rest because we had some great stories for the past couple of weeks ever since we started doing this again. We talked about BlackBerry, which was a huge story. Because, like, as an update to that, have you heard that the Blackberries are selling actually really good, which is surprising. I thought that BlackBerry was done, but they're still kicking. Who knew? <laughs> still alive in the smartphone era market. I know, right? And let's see. Uh, like, funny thing that you actually mentioned Siri. Like, uh, Siri has literally changed my life. I have it on my iPad, and I love her to death, you know? You could, like, tell her things, like, remind me of this at this time, and she remembers. 
and it's really cool. And, well, yeah, I mostly just use it for that, reminders. That's the coolest thing ever. That, and you can, like, tell her things like open Netflix or open messages, and she does it for you. And, you know, I mean, like, you could do all that with just, like, two taps, but it's just so much fun using your voice, you know? I also want to do a, a quick shout-out uh, A quick shout out on our marketing department. Um, we have officially joined uh, the Facebook System Showdown like page. Uh, we have joined uh, the Facebook ad campaign. So uh, that's been getting us some more, uh, some more feedback, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, we had some fun with the uh, – we, we had some – Interesting results with our first ad campaign for the, our sister show, The Legal Docket. We had some uh, people thinking we were spamming them, but uh, that was always fun to respond to. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand why people look at our posts that are on their news feed that are clearly labeled as sponsored and assume that we're sending them spam. It's ridiculous, you know? Like, you don't go yell at a billboard on a highway because it's in your way, you know? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, it's the kind of thing you don't yell your television when you see a commercial you don't like. It's bizarre. But I digress. You know, at least it's working. Any advertisement that gets eyeballs and gets a reaction is good enough for me. And uh, that's actually going to be really cool. I noticed that we're getting a lot more likes lately on System Showdown page, which, by the way, if you want to like us, Go to Facebook.com slash System Showdown. That's one word, System Showdown. And you could be our newest fan. I think we're at 225. Yeah, go ahead, John. I was going to say, we're at 225 now. You could be lucky number 226 if you get there right now. <laughs> and before we get to our um, our Big Apple story of the week uh, and our Big Apple rumors, um, we got to talk hey, Big yeah. Apple story, we're talking about New York, what? <laughs> that's that's classic. Oh yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, you know, um we talked about our Facebook page and uh I think uh, we haven't talked about uh, one social network in a long time, but how about MySpace making a comeback? Uh uh, about MySpace, like the crazy thing about MySpace is people thought MySpace was done. I thought it was done. Yeah. I canceled my account back in like 2009. I thought it was done. But they reinvented themselves, which is crazy. Now they're kind of like a music-oriented social network. They're like a free Spotify, and it's kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. I don't use it much because, like, I've moved on. I have Spotify Premium, which takes care of all my music needs. And I don't know. Do you really think that MySpace can make a comeback? Yeah, I think so. It's possible. Anything's possible. I mean, look at Dig. Dig made a comeback after they were on the brink of death, which is amazing. Yeah, we used to have a, a, a feature on a show called The Dig Effect. And may bring that back even because now we got Dig back in the forefront of things. Well, yeah, that's a crazy thing. We actually could bring back Dig Effect because that was one of my favorite segments that we did. And uh, the weird thing is, like, if you look at Dig.com, if you go to D-I-G-G.com, and, like, the crazy thing is, like, I'll admit, we kind of shamelessly ripped off the idea of the Dig Effect from the Dig Nation podcast, which isn't around anymore, so I guess the idea is free to take, you know? But... uh, yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy how they redid Dig. Now it's a lot more image heavy, and there's no comments. There's no users. There's just pictures and stories, and you click a Dig button, and that shares the story to your Twitter to your Facebook page. Like it automatically shares to your Facebook page, and uh, it's taken a page from services like Readability and Pocket and uh, what's the other Instapaper. It's similar to those services in that if you have the iPad or iPhone app, it actually formats the article nicely on your screen. Instead of having to deal with graphics and advertisements, you just get the article that you want right away. And, yeah, like I like it. I really do like it. I kind of switched away from Dig after that whole controversy with uh, it getting unpopular, and I moved over to Reddit. But Dig is making a comeback. 
and I'm really impressed. And I try to check it every day because there's actually some really interesting stories on there. What do you think, Oz? Yeah, I try to check it also. Um, and I'm also, John is trying to convert me over to a Reddit user for a long time. And I mm-hmm. uh, haven't really gone that route yet, but maybe eventually. Um, and I'm also, just saying. Uh-huh. Continue, continue. <laughs> Yeah, we 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 didn't we never really got to mention our previous shows about um, a tragic story about uh, one of the Reddit co-founders, Aaron Schwartz, who passed away. Um, but we we definitely uh, he's in our th- uh, his family's in our thoughts and prayers uh, after what happened. Um, that was a very tragic tech story, right, John? Uh, Oh, it was tragic, you know. It comes down to the thing like, uh, even though the media has re- media has really quieted down about it, it was a horrible, horrible story, you know. Uh, let's see, like uh, for those who don't know the backstory on this, Aaron Schwartz, he like I think he liked to use people like to use the term freedom fighter, but in reality, like this guy was pretty much just testing the. Uh, uh, the limits of privacy in a way. You know, he downloaded a bunch of articles from MIT's JSTOR server, I believe. And, of course, JSTOR, an academic journal website, didn't like that very much because, uh, like, he believed that information should be free. And I get that. You know, I think JSTOR requires a subscription to access any of their academic journals, and he felt that wasn't right. So he released right. all these JSTOR documents to the world for free, and that's when his life took a terrible turn. Like, they got on him about this, saying that he was accused of hacking, pretty much. And, well, yeah, it's really unfortunate that we had to lose him to this, because the dude was absolutely brilliant. And, of course, you know, my condolences about it. When I heard the news, I was, like, looking at Twitter at, like, 3 a.m. That's when the news first broke on the East Coast. And, yeah, I saw some people tweeting about it, and, you know... Like, one thing I want to just mention really that interested me, because I have an interest in, like, morbid stuff. If you look at his Twitter page, mm-hmm. after he died, he gained a lot of followers, like uh, a few thousand followers. Mm-hmm. Why would you follow an account that will probably never tweet again? You know what I mean? That's a good question. Like, yeah. uh, I don't mean to sound insensitive, but... He's dead, you know? He's not going to tweet anytime soon unless he tweets from beyond the grave. Why would you why why would his follower count jump from seven to about twelve, you know? Like seven thousand to twelve thousand. Yeah. I digress though, you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was unfortunate though, you know. Uh, what could it do? Do we have any happy stories to talk about this week? <laughs> uh yeah, we got the rumors. Uh we got the rumors swirling around of this iPhone 5S. Uh, let's talk about that. We got a story from Mac Rumors that breaks it down. And uh, also, um, we didn't mention this number earlier, but maybe we're getting some new listeners because of our Facebook ad campaign. Uh, regardless, we have a guest call in number, uh, a caller, a listener call in number, 347 426 3903. You can chat with the iMac guy and the PC guy, or you can IM us by by way of Jabber Chat and the IM client. Uh, you can IM John at Shiber at Jabber.org. That's S-C-H-E-I-B-E-R at Jabber.org. Or myself, Ethan Quasman at Jabber.org. You can also chat with us live in the Blog Talk Radio chat room if you prefer to message your queries instead of calling in with your questions, but we all, but we definitely welcome Mac and PC users and and Linux users alike to our show. Actually, there, there's one Linux topic we want to cover later in the show, but uh, but first we'll cover the uh, main operating system topics. But uh, yeah, I uh, don't call them the main operating systems. You get the Linux people mad. You don't want that to happen. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, uh, I apologize. I meant to say. The uh... <laughs> uh, the, the first class operating system, yeah, like Linux are third class. That's where they go, you know. Oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I totally don't mean that at all. I love Linux people. I use Android. Android is kind of Linux in a way, I guess. 
yeah. somewhat. Yeah, it kind of is. It kind of runs on Linux-ish. But, yeah, uh, like, we'll definitely do some, like, we do some Linux news right now and then, don't we? Uh, yeah. Linux is a fun topic. Because, like, actually, I want to mention something real quick about Linux, if I may. Have you heard that Ubuntu, the big Linux distro, is they're saying they're going to make Ubuntu phones, and they're going to release them, I think, sometime next year? That should be kind of cool. Like, yeah, run full Linux on your phone, you know? That's crazy. I love it. I love to get a full computer phone, you know, that could, like, do real stuff instead of running a baby OS like iOS or Android, you know? Who knows? Maybe one day in the future it would happen. <laughs> well, yeah, what else are we talking about? Well, we're going to start with the uh, the main Apple topic, and we'll see what else we'll get into by the... All right, wonderful, wonderful. Well, question, though. How about this? On this story, like... You use an iPhone 4, and I'm sure you're familiar with what the 5 has, like as far as things like Siri and a taller screen. Like, what would you want to see in the next iPhone? Since like you're you're the iPhone user after all, you know. Like, what would you? What revisions would you want to see in the next iPhone that would just make you run out to buy one right away? Um, I would like to see. More uh, better battery life. Better battery life. All right. Like, how much? What battery life do you get on your phone anyway? Out of curiosity. How do I check that? You know. Uh, I think you go on the those devices. It's settings, general usage. Actually, not usage. Is it usage? Let me check on my iPad. Um, yeah, it might be usage actually. Yeah, settings, general usage. Yeah, later on when we talk about the app of the week, I'm going to download the app live on the show. How do I check? So I go to battery usage, then what? Uh, do, do you see something that says time since last full charge? Time since last full charge, yes. Uh-huh. What do you got? Zero minutes. <laughs> ah, because you're plugged in. That makes sense. Ah. <laughs> uh. But, yeah, like, it's the thing, if you let your iPhone run for a while off of power, it will show you how long the thing has been lasting. It shows you two different kinds, uh, two different times, usage and standby. Usage is when you're actually using the thing with the screen on and the radio going and all that. Standby is just chilling, you know? Just chilling? Mm. It's just chilling, you know? Like, if the device is idle pretty much, if you're not doing nothing with it, if the thing is just chilling in your pocket, you know? Keeping cool, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, like, I... Let's see, what am I trying to say? Oh, yeah, like, uh, battery life is a big thing, you know? Because the main compromise of battery life is Apple made the choice to make the iPhone's battery non-removable so that they could squeeze in a much higher capacity battery in a smaller package to make it just as light and as thin as the market demands. So Apple has to make a lot of compromises when it comes to battery life, you know? It's, uh, do you want a big tank of a phone that lasts for three days, or do you want a nice, thin little phone that only lasts a few hours? It's a compromise. And uh, that's one of the advantages that I've seen with Android, you know? Like, you could carry around two battery packs and then just switch them out when one dies. You don't have to worry about battery life. It's yeah. it, it it adds bulk to the phone. And it adds a moving part on the back for the battery cover. But, you know, in an emergency situation when you need power, it's worth having. Just me, you know? But, uh, well, again, you can also hear her of something called Juice Pack. Juice Mac? Uh, juice Pack, I think it's called. Uh, it's by Mophie, I think. Yeah. That's me called Mophie, M-O-P-H-I-E, and they make something called a juice pack, which is this little battery thing that you plug into your phone and it gives you extra battery life. So if you run out of battery and you like need battery really badly, you could just plug in your juice pack and you'll have battery instantly. Wow, that's cool. It's it's cool. Like, I don't know how much they cost. I think they're a little bit on the pricey side. 
Oh, yeah, they actually are pretty expensive. <laughs> like, uh, if you want to get a juice pack for the 4 or the 4S, they're 80 bucks. But, um, you know, it could be worth it, you know? Some people really like having extra life. I think it, like, I don't want to say specifics, but I think it, like, doubles the amount of battery life that you have. I'm not sure, actually. But it sounds about right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, let's see. Like, uh, like, do you take that question I asked you. Like, what would I want to see in the new iPhone? Like, I actually, on my blog, I'm going to be publishing a whole list of features I want to see in the next update of iOS 7, which is going to be coming out, you know, maybe six months from now, I guess, or maybe a year. Did you hear about the the problems with iOS 6.1? I did, actually. I was, like, with the Vodafone issue, right, where, like, it was having, like, there was actually a couple of problems, actually. You're right. Which ones did you hear about? Did you experience any problems? Uh, Not really, but uh, some people did. Um, Yeah, like, which ones did you hear about? I heard about a couple of problems, actually. One with Vodafone customers and one with Exchange. I.O. John has a background phone going off. Um, Yeah, I I just tossed it away. Continue. Uh, Also, Apple promises... Oh, this is something that relates to me. Remember... John, when I when I when I thought that I couldn't log into my uh, my 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 college email account because of uh, because of Outlook, Microsoft Outlook. Oh, and, I heard about um, that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So what happened with that? Anyway, Apple promises another iOS 6.1 fix for a Microsoft Exchange issue. That's how I was able to log in to my um, college email with Microsoft Exchange uh, under the uh, mail app. And uh, according to techraider.computing, techraider.com, have you ever heard of techraider.com? I think I have. Do you mean techradar? Because I've heard of them, yeah. I think that's why you say it. Isn't it techradar, isn't it? It may be a different site. Like, it may be a different site, because, like, I'm looking at Tech Radar right now, and let's see. I, I like Tech Radar. They're a good source. That and uh, Tech Meme are pretty good. But, yeah, let's, uh, let's see. Oh, and anyway, there's an issue with iOS 6.1, which necessitated a hasty 6.1.1 fix release for iPhone 4S, one above me, users earlier this week, and now Apple has upgraded support website to acknowledge yet another problem that is affecting a wider range of Apple devices. The issue produces error messages for users of iOS device running 6.1 who attempt to access Microsoft Exchange servers. John also uses Microsoft Exchange, right, for your, for, for, um, your college. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like the, I'll tell you about my Microsoft Exchange use. I, I have a bunch of Exchange accounts, like, uh, let's see. I have to deal with my school account, which goes through Exchange. I got to deal with uh, my mom's work account, which goes through Exchange. And uh, on the iPhone and the iPad, you can actually, it used to be that you could set up your Gmail account as an Exchange account through Google Sync. So that way it would get your messages immediately instead of having to wait a minute or so for it to pull the Gmail server. It would get pushed to your device instead of having the device to pull it in manually. So they actually recently took that away for that reason. Google's pulling support for Exchange, and I feel really sad about that because it allows you to get your mail, like, instantly, and it's fabulous. But, you know, what could you do? (laughs) But, yeah, like, Exchange, like, I can't believe I'm actually going to be praising a Microsoft product but Exchange actually is pretty good. Like, it's solid. It allows you to sync your mail, your calendar, your contacts. It works across a number of devices, uh, Android, iOS, iOS phone. I'm pretty sure even, uh, what's the fourth phone out there? They just, uh, BlackBerry. I actually forgot that BlackBerry existed for a minute. I'm pretty sure it does work with BlackBerry. Like, it's a thing, like, uh, we were talking, I think we were talking about this the other day. It's, uh, do you really think that there's room for four big cell phone makers? Do you think that there's room for BlackBerry to try to sneak in 
with the big player, the big boys, Apple, Google, and Microsoft. Like, will they be, like, is there room for them? That's the thing. Like, is there room for a fourth carry, like a fourth phone? Like, Palm thought there was, and now there's no more Palm, which is unfortunate. Because, like, I do want to just mention real quick later, if we have time, uh, HP, who bought Palm and subsequently killed them, is going to be releasing Android tablets and phones. This is, I think, just a rumor, but apparently they're going to be switching to Android after their failed WebOS experiment, which I still feel really sad about that. But what could you do, you know? Uh, I, you know, it's uh, what I've read on The Verge, you know, like, if there's anything we need in the Android ecosystem, it's more devices. HP is going to have a hell of a time trying to compete with everybody else who's wrong on Android, you know? That's just how I feel about it. Like, uh, would you buy a Hewlett Packard Android phone if you had the chance? Can you repeat that? Uh, like, would you buy an Android phone from HP if you were offered one? For free? Well, sure, why not? Say Hewlett Packard went up to you. Say, like, Mr. Hewlett and Mr. Packard, these two big guys, came up to you and offered you a phone instead of your iPhone, an HP phone that was running on Android. Would you take it? Uh, yes, I would. Yeah, because you don't want to mess with Mr. Hewlett and Mr. Packard. They will beat you up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to use our phone, huh? You know? <laughs> oh, that's just silly. If but, yeah. If they well, but... listen to us, you should know that John did not mean that literally. <laughs> of course, of course not. Because like, it's the thing, like, I like HP as a company. Like, I... It used to be any time someone asked uh, if they, a computer recommendation and they didn't want a Macintosh, I told them get an HP. Because let's be honest here. The L isn't the best. Uh, Gateway, definitely not. Uh, and those are, you know, I don't know PCs that well, so Quas could probably correct me on this, but those are really the big players in the industry. Hey, was, was, that, supposed to, was that supposed to be a, an offensive uh, thing about not knowing PCs well? I said I don't know PCs well. I'm saying that you were the one who knows better than me. Like, <laughs> oh, thank you, like, thank you. Thank so you. you could feel this one actually. What are the big PC brands out there? Because I just know Apple is Apple, and uh, I'm I'm familiar with a few of the other bigger PC brands out there like Dell, HP, Gateway, Lenovo. Uh, oh yeah, Lenovo. I've heard of them. They're the ones who bought the I ThinkPad, right? Right now I'm using yeah. Dell. And I also have a Lenovo, which I love. So oh, that's a, it's a ThinkPad, right? The Lenovo makes the ThinkPad. I, I love the ThinkPad, yeah. love it. Like, are those the ones that you could spill the water into? Because I saw this demo video from Lenovo where they, like, took this computer and they spilled, like, a glass of water on it, and it went through the bottom, and the computer was fine. Uh, I don't recommend trying that, but I just happened to see it. <laughs> Was that like a Willet Glenn thing? Like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure we could actually try and find the video kind of thing. Just search for Lenovo water spill. I'm actually going to try and search for that now. I'm not crazy. I'm pretty sure. I'm like about 99% sure this actually happened. I'm not making this up. John's not crazy. I'm not, not yet. <laughs> not yet. I also, I also see on Tech Raider, we're going to get to this topic also about the Apple iWatch. Is it about time? Oh, that's funny. That's really funny. Tech Radar is really clever, aren't they? That's <laughs> about time. Oh, that's funny. But, yeah, like, would you, like honestly, like, let's talk about this for a little bit, actually. Uh, we'll switch gears on this for a little bit, you know? Would you, like, first of all, do you wear a watch? I wear a digital watch, yes. Yeah, me too, you know? Would you buy a watch that could do more than just tell time? Yes, I would, definitely. What kind of features would you want on your watch? Whatever Apple puts in it. Uh, 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 you're a good old fanboy, you know. Apple loves you guys. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I want Apple, you know. Uh, but I'm, I'm the same way, you know. Like, I would definitely consider if Apple made a, a, even a watch that just told time and, you know, Smack me in the face every 15 minutes. I still consider buying it because it's Apple, you know. Uh, again, of course, I'm being facetious about that, but Apple's known for changing the game on a lot of things. And if a company like them tries to get into wristwear, 
Like, you hear that's what they're calling it now? Like, they don't want to call it a watch anymore. They're referring to it as wristwear. You know? Wristwear. <laughs> but uh, the point that I try to make is uh, there have been many companies that have been trying to get into the smartwatch game. Hell, I remember back in, like, 2000, the early 2000s. You ever heard of the company called Fossil? Fossil? No. Oh, yeah. Well, they're not a tech company. They're actually a fashion company. Uh, they make, like, clothing and, I think, jeans and uh, uh, accessories. They like Victoria's Secret. Uh, something like that, kind of, sort of, maybe. But uh, let's see. Uh, Fossil made – this was back when uh, Tom Piles were popular. So Fossil worked with Tom in order to make something called the Wrist PDA, which was a little computer that you wore on your wrist, and it had a little black-and-white screen. And it had your address book in it, your calendar, the calculator, and it was all touchscreen. And it actually looked really cool. And it was very expensive at the time. It was like $250 in order to buy one, which was crazy for a launch. Because that brings me to my next point. Say there was this smartwatch out there mm -hmm. that you could get. Mm -hmm. That How much would you be willing to pay for it? I would be willing to pay uh, for a smartwatch. Sure. Like... Uh, Say, like, because uh, here's the thing. Like, there actually are smartwatches on the market right now. I mean, have you ever heard of the Pebble? The Pebble? No. Yeah, there's a uh, – this is actually the big news uh, that I've heard lately. There's this watch called the Pebble. Uh, it was funded by Kickstarter or whatever. But I'm sorry, the Pebble my Windows computer froze, so I wasn't able to search that in time. Ah, that's all right. That's all right. But yeah, I got the, you can. How about this? You know, uh, do the Google challenge or whatever. Search up the Pebble and see if you could find anything about it, and I'll tell you how right you are. Okay, the Google challenge. Because uh, like, uh, uh, while you're searching for this, I actually want to mention one thing real quick. Have you heard about this whole thing that Microsoft is trying to take on Google directly in search with the Bing challenge? If you go to bingiton.com, you Bing can take, Bing, I'm serious. Like I'm not making this up. Yeah. If you go to bingiton.com, you could take the Bing challenge. And I think it like searches for similar it searches the same query in both Google and Bing and it makes you pick anonymously which one is better. And you know, like, it's pretty cool. I've seen some people actually get some interesting results out of it. Like, I've seen people, like, get 4 out of 5 for Google, 4 out of 5 for Bing. I tried it personally. I think I got 4 out of 5 for Google. So it depends on, you know, like, what your allegiance is. Because, like, uh, you're the Microsoft guy. Do you use Bing or Google? Google. Uh, everybody uses Google, you know. Google is just the standard, you know. And... Like, uh, let's be honest here. The Bing iOS app is terrible compared to Google's app. And because uh, I actually, haven't like, downloaded the Bing app. Yeah, I, think I tried. Like, I tried the Bing app once. You want to know when I tried the Bing app? I'm actually, I'm gonna download it right now as we speak. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. All right. I opened the Bing apps when Apple controversy with Google Maps. And oh yeah. They, they removed Google Maps from the iOS 6 update. There weren't many map applications available except for Bing Maps, which was built into the Bing app. So I downloaded Bing Maps, and it was awful. Like, you think Apple Maps are bad, because, like, I use Google Maps. I love Google Maps. Apple Maps weren't the best. Bing Maps were absolutely terrible, you know? Like, there's one cool thing, actually, about Bing Maps, if you actually... Well, uh, they probably give you a map of Bill Gates's ranch. Oh, I know, right? Because like I, I always want to see where the guy lives, you know, just for fun. But then we're going to be talking about good old Billy G a little bit later, isn't that right? Yes, we talk about him on Reddit. Sweet, because like that was amazing. Like, who expected him to just come on to Reddit and start taking questions? Go figure. It's going to be exciting to talk about. Like he's, he's very chance. open. He's very open. He, I'm like, like ever since he. Stepped down from 
like a big position at Microsoft. I think he's just chairman now. But ever since he stepped down as CEO, he's been taking a lot more of a public role. He's been trying to raise money for his foundation with his wife, uh, the Bill Melinda Gates Foundation, which is, you know, awesome. Like, he's, that a dude he's who's very, the richest... Uh, humanitarian, you know? Yeah, as he should be, you know? Like, I believe, like, I could, say you were as rich as Bill Gates. What would you do with your money? Would you honestly give to charity as much as he does, or would you just keep it all for yourself and, like put on a swimming pool and, you know, swim through it. What would you do with all that money? The guy's worth well, billions. He's done a terrific job. I love him. But, yeah, I'm asking, though, what would you, part, if you had Bill Gates' fortune, say you were the son of Bill Gates and he somehow died and you inherited everything, what would you do with that fortune? I would, uh, I would, I would use some of it for, for good causes, you know? Like, what causes? Out of curiosity, what charities do you think you'd give to? Um, what charities? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I'm assuming you're going to give to a charity. You know, like, I don't know what your definition of good causes are. Maybe your good cause is, like, buying, like, uh, you know, a bunch of people or something. I would, give, <laughs> I would give to Jewish charities. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Hey, how about the Salvation Army? Give to them, you know? Wait, they're not Jewish. Never mind. We'll give to the Red Cross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, like the Red Cross is a good one. That's a good one. I definitely give to the Red Cross so they have the money. Uh, but yeah, like uh, the cool thing about uh, like one thing I like I saw when I was mentioning the AMA. I know we're going to talk about this for a little bit later, but one thing like now we're on the topic is uh, there were a couple of people who mentioned that they got the Gates Millennium Scholarship. And they just came on to there to thank Bill Gates for putting them through college, you know? Would be cool. Yeah. I wish I could get the Millennium Scholarship. That'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, question. Did you do the Google Challenge? Did you find anything about the Pebble? Not yet. I'm working on it. Uh, all right, all right. I'll, I'll tell a little bit about it then, since I'm sure our listeners are dying to know about the Pebble. So, like, I'm pretty sure there's actually a couple of watches that I'm really excited for. There's the Pebble, and there's something called the Touch Time, which is from Foster, which actually looks really cool. It's actually called the Pebble Watch? If you just search for the word Pebble, it's the first result. <laughs> oh, so, so it's not like a stone. It's not a stone. It's a watch. Like, it's named after a stone, but it looks like a real watch. Like, what am I saying? It is a real watch. It tells time, but it does a lot more than that. It does a couple of our cool does things, it too. Like, does it sell like a Rolex? Oh, it, it, that's funny. You know, like, who knows? Like, the, the thing about a Rolex is that a Rolex tells time just as good as any other watch. And it costs so much more money, you know? But people don't scoff at buying those. With this watch, I think it's about $150. If you want to buy this watch, it does so much more then tell time. It's like, it hooks up to your phone via Bluetooth. So, like, if you get a notification on your phone, like a text message or something, it sends it right to your Pebble. So you don't got to take your phone out of your pocket. If you want to change the song on your phone, if you're listening it's to music. It's like something Apple users would like. Well, like, that's the thing. Like, I think it works with both Apple and Android. I want to say that. I'm pretty sure it's true. It's the first I, in Google. Like, well, yeah, well, it's a thing like uh, I could see Google making something like this. Because have you seen that Google Glass thing that they have? This is awesome, John. This is awesome. You like it? They even grabbed Twitter.com slash Pebble. Oh, you're impressed by that? Yeah. That's funny. Like, oh, that is pretty cool, actually. They actually get the Pebble yeah, handle. The whole thing is that GetPebble.com. It's an e-paper watch for iPhone and Android. I, I should get one. Would you want one of these? Yeah, definitely. It's $150. You can pre-order it. Um, they have various colors. One of the colors is jet, jet black. Mm-hmm. I have the black one's my favorite. I really like the black one. I wish they made blue, though. I want a blue one. Oh, you have one? No, I like a blue one. I want one. I want one of these so badly. Do you want to see the one that I want? 
Like, here's the one that I want. Look, uh, I'll send you the link, but you guys who are listening, just search for the touch time. It's the touch time by Foster. It looks really cool. It's around the same price as the Pebble. It's also a touchscreen watch, and it does a lot of cool things, just like the Pebble does, except it does a little bit more, which I like about it. Yeah, this is like uh, walking around with technology on your wrist. But, like, the crazy thing is, like, this idea definitely isn't new. Like, even back in the 80s, there was the Casio calculator watch, which was like a little calculator on your wrist, which was the coolest thing ever, you know? Back yeah. in the 80s, you said it. And... uh have you ever heard of the, I, I want to say it was the MSN watch. The MSN, which was a division of Microsoft, is still a division of Microsoft, actually, had a watch. And I, uh, there we go, I found it. Uh, it's called the MSN Direct Watch, the Spot Watch. And this was back in the early 2000s. And, uh, like, it was ahead of its time. Now, smartwatches are a lot more accessible because they have things like Bluetooth built into them so they could just connect to a phone instead of doing everything themselves. Because let's be honest here, the Pebble doesn't do anything on its own, just a watch. But it gets unlocked when you pair it with a phone and then you get all your notifications onto it. And it's incredible, you know? I really want one. And I I could see how excited you got over it. I can tell you all I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm terribly, terribly excited. Yeah, but speaking of mobile phones, I believe we have a special segment coming up. Isn't that right? Yes, App of the Week. This is our one of our favorite segments that we're starting up. Uh, we kind of modeled it after App Judgment, which was a popular uh, show on Revision 3 that unfortunately got discontinued. But uh, we'll let you know whether to uh, to get an app or to what's the phrase I'm not getting the app uh, the uh, uh, I think it's download or don't download that's what they used to use yeah download or don't download but we're going to tell you about an app to download uh, app of the week time well I can tell you what app not download is Bing I just downloaded it and yeah it's not the too much. <laughs> how bad I, is it it's pretty bad yeah I, 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 I told you it's a bad app, and no one listens to me, you know? It was bad. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to put on my phone, but, yeah, but I'm, I may, I may, if I need more room, I may, uh, you know, uh, get rid of it. But, um, well, like, it comes down to the thing as far as search apps. Like, let's talk a little bit about that real quick, since we're doing an app section anyway. What are your favorite search apps or your favorite uh reference apps or favorite research apps. What are your favorite apps if you need to search for something? Wikipanian. Wikipanian. Definitely Wikipanian. I actually bought the Plus version. That's It's so good. Such oh, a great app. Of, you can get files offline, right, or something like that? Yeah. Well, like, the great thing about Wikipanian Plus is that if you want to save a Wikipedia article for offline access, it allows you to do it instantly. And it allows you to save them in folders, too. So I have a whole bunch of folders saved in Wikipedia of articles I could read any time that I want. And it doesn't matter if you have Wi-Fi or cell connection. You just have all those articles right there. And it's great. It's free, too? It's uh, $5, but, you know, people spend that much on coffee every day. You know, it's 5 bucks, but it's worth every penny, at least I think, you know? But, yeah, what are, our, what are our apps of the week anyway? You know, we're just talking about random apps right now. What are our chosen apps of the week? Our chosen apps of the week have to do a little bit with the show we're hosting right now. Right, John? Mm, that's right. Uh, our chosen apps of the week are actually podcasting apps. They're both podcasting apps. And the reason we like these apps so much is that you can actually subscribe to this very show right in each of these apps. And just by adding them right into your feed and getting a new episode downloaded onto your device anytime a new show comes out. And it's really cool. Like, uh, I hate to admit, like, both of them aren't free, but, you know, you got to pay the devs something. You know, these guys make some great apps for you, and you got to reward them with a little money, you know? It's just the right thing to do. But let's see. Uh, yeah, what's our app of the week for iOS? 
Apple for iOS is called mm-hmm. Downcast. That's right. And Down- what is Downcast? Well, Downcast is um, you can pod you can uh, podcast through it. Oh yeah, like the great thing about Downcast, like I really like Downcast. Uh, it's available for iPhone, iPod Touch, and iPad. Uh, I believe it's two dollars on the App Store, which is you know it's peanuts. Let's be honest here, two bucks. You know, people lose that amount of change every day. Uh, but the cool thing about Downcast is that it allows you to download podcasts, set on a schedule so they download in the background. It has a podcast directory. That allows you to search for your... $1.99. Oh, yeah, you got to be a stickler on that penny, you know? Because, <laughs> uh, like, I read something about that. Like, uh, I think they call it psychological pricing, where people scoff at something that's $2, but make it one ninety nine. Hey, that's only a buck, you know? This is an app, definitely download. I'm downloading it right now, and it it's looks so great. Good. It's so good. <laughs> but, yeah, like, uh, obviously... I see, I... I see why John likes it, because it has the Macworld podcast on there. Oh, it's so good. Like, while we're talking about this, actually, like, you know that both of our favorite podcasts are System Showdown, by far. What are your favorite podcasts to listen to, besides ours, of course? Uh, NPR. Mm-hmm. NPR, so good, so good. I've been, what have I been listening to on NPR lately? Uh, like, do you listen to All Things Considered? Really good podcast. Uh, what else is there? Uh, they also have the most emailed stories, which is really cool. You get that as a podcast. Uh, Technology Today, which is great. Um, what else is that NPR? I think uh, WNYC, they have Radio Lab, which is also available as a podcast through NPR, which is really cool. And I'll just read off my other favorite podcasts. Uh, Bullseye with Jesse Thorne, The Moth Podcast, The No Podcast, uh, Popular Outcasts, which is a great little podcast. Uh, How Did This Get Made, which is a movie review podcast. And uh, I enjoy the Breaking Bad Insider podcast, which is what I television show, Breaking Bad. And those are all my podcasts. I actually literally have like two gigabytes of unlistened podcasts that I got listened to sooner or later. Definitely tell our listeners who are Android guys like you or Android gals, um, Tell them about the Android version of Downcast. That's right. If you guys happen to be on Android, you're going to love this next app. It's a special little app called Dog Catcher. That's dog with two Gs. It's also known as a pod catcher because that's exactly what it does. It's the same thing that Downcast does. It allows you to listen to your favorite podcasts anywhere you are as long as you have your phone. You don't even need a connection. To download them right away. It's a little bit more expensive at $5 for the Android version, but, you know, beat these reviews. I'm looking on the market right on the Play Store. It has just shy of 5,000 five-star reviews with an average rating of 4.5 stars. This is a fantastic app. I've used it before on my phone. It's really cool. But uh, I do want to mention also, like, if you guys don't feel like paying for the five hours for it, Google makes an alternate podcast app. It's not exactly an app of the week pick because I think they somewhat abandoned it. Actually, I can't even find it in the store anymore, so that might not actually work. But there used to be an app called Google Listen, which was their uh, alternative to it. It was free. But, you know, if you won't get what you pay for, get Dogcatcher. You won't regret it. It's a fabulous app to listen to podcasts. And no matter what app you get, make sure to subscribe to our show by typing in ShowDoc into the directory search, and we'll pop right up. You have yeah. to type in ShowDoc? Well, yeah, because it's the thing now. We have oh, yeah, all sure. of our shows. Yeah, We have all of our shows under one channel now. So if you mm-hmm. want to listen to all of our shows, just type ShowDoc right into that directory listing for search, and it'll pop right up. You can also yeah. text in our old shows uh, by typing in System Showdown. If you want to see us back in the day. Mm-hmm, of course, of course. And that's actually a really cool thing, too, that I want to mention. I'm not sure if it's the same on Dogcatcher, but when I use Downcast, it allows me to go as far back as I want to all the old episodes of any show. 
Uh, well, mostly any show. And it allows me to download a bunch of old episodes I can listen to at any time I want. And it's really great. I love it to death. It's fabulous. But, yeah, like that was our App of the Week segment. If you guys have any suggestions for what we should pick as next week's App of the Week, or, hey, if you don't know an app but you want us to do a theme, you know, ask us, hey, what's the best news app? What's the best weather app? What's the best mapping app? We got an answer for you. Contact us on Facebook, Twitter. You know where to find us. Hell, also, send us you, an email. You also email us at showdown at showdoc.com. Mm-hmm, that's us. Make sure you put App of the Week in the subject line so we know what it's about. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and, and maybe you can tell us also what music you want us to play during the segment. Eventually we'll add music to this segment as well. So, yeah, we'll definitely get some pod-safe music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, soon enough, soon enough. It's amazing how it comes full circle of how we're sitting here talking about podcasts, and we're literally doing one right now. It's pretty funny, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It like makes you think, you know. Of us, you know. Oh yeah, because yeah, like the funny thing, I could just like picture one of our listeners downloading this podcast in Downcast or Dog Affairs, and we're going on all about right now. You know, imagine how meta that would be. That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna yeah, we got like. Uh huh. Oh. Wow. You got You're gonna say we got about eight minutes left. Well, yeah, you were about to steal the words out of my mouth, but we have just about another eight minutes left, and what are we going to be covering for that next eight minutes, Claus? Bill Gates AMA. That's right, the big Bill Gates AMA, which is incredibly exciting. Like, I was so excited when I saw it, you know? Because uh, do you know what an AMA is, Claus? Ask me anything. That's right. And have you ever read any of the Ask Me Anythings that have been published on Reddit lately? Um... No, I haven't, but, not, but I'm planning on eventually reading them. Oh, they're great. So, like, if you guys want to check it out, uh, the Ask Me Anything section, it's at reddit.com. Wow. Wow. Bill Gates has 28,963 comments thus far on his post, I'm Bill Gates, co-chair of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, AMA, and has 5,397 uptokes. Is that how you call it? Uptotes? Uh, upvotes. It's upvotes. Yeah. Uh, not upvotes. Upvotes, up yes. Like, uh, uptokes is a little bit different. That's for all the stoners in the tree section. They call them uptokes. <laughs> 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 you don't want to know why. Uh, but, well, the you know what? I, I think I heard it on, on College Humor. Um, they call it uptokes, but that was... <laughs> Well, yeah, well, uptokes, uh, I'll explain that real quick, because that's actually pretty funny. Uh, when they call it uptokes, like, when you toke, it, like, has to do with, uh, I'm pretty sure, smoking pot. So, you know, they joke around that they call them uptokes, you know, when the stoners go around and upvote all the darn posts. But it's funny that you mention that, because I actually want to dissect a couple of things that he said in this AMA. Like, someone asked him, one of my favorite questions, uh, Windows 7 or Windows 8? So, you know what he replied? Uh, I'm checking right now. What, what, what do you say? Like, I'll, I'll send you a link if you want to see the whole conversation. So, so what are reasons? Yeah, I'm, on it, I'm on it right now, but it's very long. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, there's a direct link if you want to see it. Uh, so Thank the you. question was, Windows 7 or Windows 8? Asked by Juturn4. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Windows 7 or Windows 8? Be honest, Bill. So he replied back, higher is better. <laughs> yeah, well, like, yeah. So someone had to be a smart ass and apply under him, Windows 2000, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, there are actually a couple of our answers. That's really questions, funny so. for an iMac guy, by the way. I know, right? Because like, like, one other question that I do want to mention, a couple of things that he said were actually pretty funny. Someone asked him about uh, Apple and if he uses any Apple products. So he answered. He said, Microsoft does a lot of software for the Mac. I mostly use Windows, but from time to time, I've tried all of Apple's products. And that's a yeah, pretty cool thing I've to say, you know? He's mentioned that before in some other... Uh, oh. 
uh, Windows 7 or Windows 8, be honest, Bill. Higher is better. Windows 2000 for the win. (laughs) That's really funny. I like that a lot that he'd say that. But the two funniest things that I've seen that he did, well, like one thing. No, it's your turn. Ain't nothing to mess with. (laughs) You'd think, Land, none of us. Of course not, you know? Uh, But yeah, like, what was I saying? I went to the thing. Ah, what was it? Oh, yeah. So, like, there was an interview with Melinda Gates where they asked her, and she responded, we don't. Bill doesn't let any Apple products in the house, which I found pretty funny, you know? <laughs> I talking on Reddit? Oh, yeah. Like, this is like an interview. I forgot when. Like, I'm reading Reddit right now. Uh, like uh, he actually, I'm trying to see the context on this comment that he made, but he wrote to someone, "Don't die," and I'm trying to think what that was. I think someone was asking for, yeah, here we go. Anything left on your bucket list? He responded, "Don't die." That's always, you know, good to know. It's How always that was uh, like someone wrote down, "Is there anything left on your bucket list?" And he responded, "Don't die." You know, he doesn't oh, plan wow. on dying, which is pretty funny. Uh, and there's one other one which I wanted to mention that he did, which is actually pretty funny. Uh, I'm Mhm. I think he mentioned that U2 is his favorite band now, which is kind of cool. Oh wow! And he mentioned that he's able, he can't jump over chairs like he used to do. There was a, a famous interview where he managed to jump over a chair. Yeah, I just added to my to-do list to check out Reddit more for stuff like this. It's fabulous. It's really great. I love it to death. Uh, like, uh, it's, like, it's funny that, like, we were talking about AMAs before. If you look on the front page of AMA, R-I-M-A, which is the subreddit, uh, Chuck Testa from that viral video, uh, about his taxidermy, like, nope, Chuck Testa, uh, he, he has uh, done AMA where he answered a bunch of questions from a bunch of fans, which is kind of cool, actually, because, like, yeah, sure Obama, say, for some reason, whenever you say AMA, I always think of the American Music Awards. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hard to get that out of your head. And there actually was a lot of confusion with that. Because uh, there would be celebrities who would post AMA to Twitter, saying the American Music Awards, and then people would freak out and think they were doing an Ask Me Anything on Reddit. Yeah, and speaking of music, John, I know this is not the hyperbole hour, but what do you make of the Harlem Shake? <laughs> the Harlem Shake. Oh, yes. Like, these memes move way too fast for me. I didn't even get to watch this yet, and I'm going to, because I've been hearing people have been doing parodies of it. Apparently, local news has been doing it on their shows. And, you know, it's crazy. Like, I, I it's just crazy how fast all these move, you know? Because just supposedly. Like, Maybe the next Gangnam style. Uh, yeah, I know, right? It could be, you know? But then again, people were saying that one-pound fish guy was the next Gangnam Style, and look how fast that faded, you know? Yeah, he still has 20 million hits, but whatever. Well, I'm just saying, though, you know, like, do you really think people are going to remember Gangnam Style or one-pound fish in five years, ten years? You know, I mean, the, remember well, Numa Numa? I still remember Chocolate Rain. Well, yeah, well, I'm just saying, it was things like that, but like, do you remember Numa Numa way back in 2004? Like, with the guy who was dancing in his bedroom with his web camera? You know, Numa Numa, yay. Uh, but uh, people don't remember that anymore, you know? You get your yeah. 15 minutes of fame. Or, like, even, uh, you know the thing with the overly attached girlfriend where she, like, sings that Justin Bieber song, you know? Like, these things fade, and that's just the cycle of interest, you know? What can you do? Uh, but, yeah, such a slight. And yeah, we are about to close out of time, actually. we got less than a minute to go. Are there any closing thoughts on any of what we talked about tonight? I think we covered everything very beautifully tonight. This flowed very well. well. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, our show has gone from 18 live and uh, approximately, uh, let me just check the numbers. Have time approximately. Still working on it. Uh huh. Take your time. It's not going to run out of time, right? Seven hundred forty-three archived. Uh 
to eight live listeners tonight and many more on the archive like last time. So definitely. We'll see you next week. Glossman, mm-hmm. PC guy out. Mac guy out. It was a pleasure, guys. See you next week. Bye-bye. Happy Valentine's Day. Good night. Happy Valentine's Day. Peace.